This team, I think, became challenging. There were some things that I was worried about. I thought we were spending too much energy on things that weren't putting our best foot forward towards winning. The 2011 Red Sox were dominant for most of the season. Even when we were winning, there were things that uh, weren't quite right, that again, sometimes you look past them because you're winning. But when wins turn to losses and you have the worst September collapse in MLB history, the questioning begins. I've been asked that maybe three or four times since then. And it's a culture in a clubhouse. The way the season ended in 2011, there needed to be something to fall back on other than they just didn't play well. Red Sox pitchers, led by Josh Beckett, were busted for eating chicken and drinking beer during games on days they weren't pitching. The chicken and beer scandal was born. I remember all the specifics of, of chicken and beer. I know it was Popeye's chicken. It was right down the street. That Popeye's chicken is no more. They send somebody to get a bucket of chicken. They go in there and have their chicken, beer, play video games. It was a very loose <laughs> fraternity house atmosphere. And the starters who weren't pitching had no shot of pitching. Um, you know, that's what they do. They just ordered some some chicken, and guys went up there who weren't playing, had a bite to eat uh, in between innings, something like that. The chicken and beer scandal symbolized everything that was wrong with the 2011 Red Sox. Francona had lost control of the clubhouse completely. The pitchers felt empowered to you know drink during games i mean you think about that like drinking beer during games because you're just having a good old time meanwhile your team is collapsing out of 30 teams 30 teams do the exact same thing they don't go up there and drink beer and eat chicken but they'll do other stuff it gave the you know that team a bad rap and especially as great as good as they were and then you know that collapse is pretty epic once looking like world series contenders the Red Sox lost 20 of their 27 games in September and missed the playoffs. Manager Terry Francona and GM Theo Epstein were out, and nobody could believe who was on Boston's radar. Everyone's first instinct was, oh, are you kidding me? Bobby Valentine? That Bobby Valentine? After interviewing for the manager's job, Valentine was finally offered the position in November by GM Ben Sherrington. It was really helter-skelter. Uh, I should have taken more time, but the clock was ticking. Uh, ben said he needed an answer. It wasn't real negotiable. It's only going to be for two years. I want initially wanted three years, and then the world really started spinning. Valentine was a major league manager for the first time in 10 years. I am honored. Yeah, I, I'm humbled, uh, and I'm pretty damn excited. He was so good at his introductory press conference, very quick with the anecdotes, answered a million questions, obviously has that million-dollar smile. I remember when he got hired, I actually wrote in the Herald, this is a grand slam. But the players couldn't believe it. Michael Hawley was at dinner with former manager Terry Francona the night Valentine was introduced. Well, his phone is blowing up. Hey, he said, here's another one, Josh Beckett. Get the f*** out of here. <laughs> they hired this guy, Dustin Pedroia. This is a f disaster like all these guys are checking in with francona saying i can't believe we hired this guy please help us and he's laughing and you know we like food's coming he's drinking some wine wine comes in another glass we're in the middle of a conversation phone buzzes here's another one guys check this out i am not the genius that i've heard people refer to me as I am not the polarizing guy that people refer to me as. I'm not the 
monster that breathes fire. Those guys are so used to doing it one way and then Bobby coming in and he really turned it upside down. Ultimately, we were just hoping that he would come in and just let us do our thing um, and just kind of feel us out before he decided to really step on his toes or take that, that leadership role, you know, but that's just not Bobby. He came off as a guy who really didn't care, you know, what had happened before he got there. He was gonna come in and just be Bobby V and the Bobby V show was gonna work. The Bobby V show was definitely filled with drama. There might've been a couple characters that kinda got out of line. There might've been situations that got spinning too fast. I don't know, but I could tell you that I'm looking forward to working with this group and establishing a culture of, of excellence.